Hi, I'm Zibby Owens, and you're listening to Moms Don't Have Time to Lose Weight. I also host the podcast Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books, which you can listen to if you need your literary fix fast. This podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Lose Weight, is for anyone out there who wants to feel better in their bodies like I do. There's a private support group that I started on Instagram at Moms Don't Have Time to Lose Weight. And all of us share tips, suggestions, recipes, meal ideas, and generally just give each other lots and lots and lots of support so that it isn't so hard to do what should be simple, but somehow isn't. So please listen to the podcast, hear stories from people just like you who have struggled and overcome things and have ideas and suggestions. And let's just do this together. We got this. Thanks for listening. Laura Conley is a certified life and weight loss coach. Laura helps moms who have been desperately struggling with diet drama to lose weight for the last time so that they can pass down a beautiful legacy to their children around food and bodies, weigh what they want, and rock a bikini. Clearly, I needed to meet Laura a long time ago. She does this through coaching her clients on how to balance their hunger hormones, rewire their brains, handle emotions, accountability, and have fun. Hi, everybody. This is my first live for Moms Don't Have Time to Lose Weight. I haven't even had time to do a live. And now here I am. I am so excited because I am going to talk to Laura Conley today, who has Laura Conley coaching and is amazing. And she's just coming in now. And I'm really excited to talk to her. So hi. Hey. How are you? Oh my God, you're doing so good on your first live, just adding me like nobody's business. Oh, no, I've done lots of lives, just not on Monster. Oh, on this way. I'm excited. I thought this would be fun and we can turn this into a podcast after, but at least, I don't know, it'd be fun to see you. Welcome. I'm excited to get to know you. Thanks for coming on Moms Don't Have Time to Lose Weight. Of course. Thanks for having me. I know it's so funny. Joanna connected us and I was like, you're the perfect person to talk to you about all this because it's true. Moms don't have time to lose weight. (laughs) Way too much. My husband just left for like 10 days. I'm like, oh God, now I really don't have time to lose weight or read or do any of the things. (laughs) 10 days. That's a long time. I know. I feel like a lot of moms might be really jealous of you right about now after being stuck at home for the last year with their husbands. So, uh, No, I know I'm in, I'm into my husband. I'm like, what do I feed my kids? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm like, can you stock the fridge? <laughs> no, he's very involved, especially when it comes to the food. My husband does like all our cooking. Yeah. So that's also very nice. So tell me about starting Laura Conley Coaching and how you got involved in all of this. And I want to hear <laughs> own journey. And P.S. I love your website and all of your imagery. And where is that? I've just asked you 20 questions. Where is that amazing backdrop where you took all those pictures? Because Oh my God, that was totally by accident, that backdrop. And like the fact that my dress matched that backdrop was totally by accident. So that was in Santa Monica. So we, we didn't just move to Boulder, although it feels like we just moved to Boulder, Colorado, because when we got here two years ago, I was pregnant and like the altitude sickness hit me and morning sickness hit me. And then as soon as I had that baby, it was a pandemic. So it doesn't really feel like we've been here for two years previous to being in Boulder. We were in Santa Monica. And so I just did a photo shoot and that was like outside of my co-work space. So it was just totally random. It wasn't like part of the you know plan as to where we were going to 
shoot, I just wanted to get some like, you know, me on the computer shots. And then that like a beautiful mural just appeared and it ended up being what we, you know, what so many of my pictures came from. So, so yeah, so I started, well, Laura Conley coaching kind of evolved. So back in 2012, I like left corporate America and took off the golden handcuffs, so to speak. So I was in pharmaceutical sales, like in my kind of corporate days and just really felt a calling to teach yoga and meditation and then become a coach. So I did that in LA for like seven years before we moved here. And I was doing a lot of coaching on helping other women to take off the golden handcuffs, right? And if you're not familiar with that, it's just like, what people say when they're in a corporate job and they're, it's kind of cushy financially, it's pretty supportive, but it's not what they ultimately want to do. So I started helping a lot of women to take off the proverbial golden handcuffs and do a lot of coaching around vision and goals. And like, what do I even want? And how do I go get that? And what is my calling and all of that kind of work, which was amazing and fun. And I loved it. And I was doing that alongside teaching yoga and meditation and doing retreats, which I definitely want to talk to you about. So what I found was, and that coaching though, is there's a lot of women that have a lot of drama that can't actually see what they want to do. Like they can't see what their calling is. They can't see what their passion is because there's shit blocking them. Right. And one of those layers I've found is weight, right? Physical weight. Yes, of course. But like the emotional baggage and the mental baggage that comes along with constantly being on a diet, constantly yo-yoing. What am I going to eat for dinner? How am I going to handle this party? Oh my God, I just ate too much Easter candy. How should I clean that up? Should I do blah, 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 blah. So, and this was my own struggle. So (laughs) that's how come I could talk about it so well. So I kind of switched gears three, four years ago to pretty much do just weight loss coaching. And it really is like physical weight loss. Yes, for sure. But it's so much more about like the emotional weight and the mental weight and even the spiritual weight, right? That's in the way. So for me, you asked me my personal journey. I just, I went to college and I gained like the quintessential freshman 15. And then I like gained and lost that same 15 pounds, probably over the next 20 years, like 15 different times, right? Like it was just constant, right? I was always doing Weight Watchers or I was like doing the next keto or the whole, something just popped up on my Facebook actually, I was laughing and it was like this seven years ago, I'm doing the whole 30. And of course I wasn't doing the whole 30 to be healthy. I was doing the whole 30 to lose 15 pounds. (laughs) But then of course, inevitably I gained it back. So three and a half years ago, I had my daughter and it's something came over me because I knew I could like say all the right things, right? Like I knew I could say the right things and like, you know, watch my behavior around her. But I knew if I didn't really heal it at the core that I would pass it down to her. Like inevitably she would get pieces of my diet drama and my kind of off again, on again relationship with my body. So I feel like on one hand I lucked out (laughs) And on the other hand, I don't because it was like, you know, 20 years of dealing with this. I feel like I lucked out because once I had had my daughter, I was getting a new certification or another certification under the Life Coach School through Brooke Castillo. She's the founder of it. And she she became my coach and she's wonderful. If you haven't heard of her, check her out. Her podcast is so good. So 
she had like kind of a weight loss arm to her coaching umbrella. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do everything else that she teaches me and everything else that I use from her works. So let me do her system and like, let me, let me just eat it all up. And I had so many of the tools already that like I was applying to my life that then I just could apply to weight loss. So I use kind of her methodology and it really worked. And I was like, I, I mean, I'm still flabbergasted. I still sit here and like, don't really believe that like I've healed, I've really healed this and it's really over, right? Like, I can't believe it because it, it was like the Holy Grail. It was like that thing that I thought for sure, like before I had my daughter, I was like, this is just going to be my thing. Like, this is just going to be my thing that idea was, and I shouldn't complain about it so much because it's not that bad of a thing. Right. And, but then when I had my daughter, I was like, no way. And so what Brooke, my coach teaches is a lot of hunger, hormonal balance, a lot of mindset stuff, a lot of emotional management, a lot of work on desire. A lot of us in our culture have a little bit of an over desire for food. So I didn't even know you could like lower desire. Apparently you can lower desire. And then I think a huge part, which comes from coaching tools is just like learning inner accountability, like learning that I can keep my word to myself. Like I think as moms, we're so good at like keeping our word to other people, right? Our kids, our partners, but we could like use a little upgrade when it comes to ourselves and keeping our word to ourselves around food. And this isn't about like over restriction at all, but I think that (laughs) I didn't know you could like become somebody that had inner accountability. Like I'd watch my husband, he would just like set a new year's resolution and then just like do it. And he like wouldn't even tell me about it. And I'm like, how do you just like keep your word to yourself? Like what is going on? And he's like, I, I was like, I didn't even know you set this goal. And he's like, yeah, it's totally like possible. And I was like, I hate you. So I always thought I had to have like a buddy system or like a, a diet bet going on or like something external. And I do think that that helps. But I think ultimately to make it permanent, I had to learn the skill of like inner accountability. I had to learn the skill of like being able to follow through on what I said I was going to do. And so that's been huge. And then also just being able to like have fun doing it, right? Because it doesn't have to be like that hard and that arduous. And so that just comes from me. (laughs) It's like, I'm not doing it unless it's fun. It's like... It's just not worth it. So that's a little bit, I mean, that is a long-winded answer to your questions. You're like, I'm going to ask you seven questions. And I was like, I will answer all of them I love very thoroughly. It's perfect. That was great. So, but how did you do it? So what did you teach yourself? What did you learn? Yeah. How other people learn it? Like I had two daughters, I have four kids and you know, like you, I didn't want to pass down anything. And I've made like such a huge effort not to just to do what they say in all the magazines, right? Like, don't go in front of the mirror and be like, I look fat. And so, you know, don't freak out yeah. about not fitting in front of your kids. So anyway, I've been pretty good about that. But now, of course, I'm like doing mom's no time to lose weight and like posting about everything and they're reading it. And I'm like, oh, I just ruined, you know, 13 years. Of that. But I think it's okay to want to lose <laughs> weight though. Like, you know, I think that there is this like weird kind of, pendulum that's it's almost swung too far to the other side like I think it's there's no shame in wanting to lose weight if you're doing it for reasons that you love and feel like true to you right like I really think it's okay to want to lose weight and I think it's okay to show our kids that as long as we're talking about it right and like telling them like 
you know what? I feel better in my body when I'm at this weight or I'm at my natural weight or or whatever. Like, I think it's totally fine as long as we're kind of having the conversation about it versus like, I'm just doing it because I want to be like really skinny or whatever. <laughs> right. You know? So, but when you got to that moment in your life and you were like, I'm changing, like end of story, I'm going to do it. What shifted in your mind that then you didn't have to do the fad diets? Like, and what can you tell other people and through all your coaching? I know this is like your life's work, but like, what yeah. is the secret sauce? How did you do it? Yeah. Well, I really think that it is that combo of like balancing your hunger hormones, which isn't like this ethereal, like ethereal thing out there. Like all I do in order to balance my hunger hormones is like stay away most of the time, not all of the time from like processed sugar and processed flour. So, and I'm not saying like all whole foods all the time, but that's what I've done is like basically remove the processed crap and eat more whole, like whole food based. And so that's like one piece of it. When your hunger hormones are balanced, it's so much easier to like, you don't, you don't get the cravings, right? If you're eating whole foods, most of the time, you won't have so many cravings. So that was like one piece of it. Another piece of it was mindset. Like I never forget, like, you know, I had this like nutritionist at one point and she's like, you just eat before you go to the party. And I was like, F that. Like I'm not eating before I go to the party. The point of the party is to like eat. And so I think for me, changing my mindset around what food is for, right? Like I now believe that food is for fuel. (laughs) It used to be that food was for fun and entertainment and was like at the top of my priority list. Now, if you're hearing this or your followers are hearing this, there may still be a part of your brain that's like, you know, kind of with my old self, which is like, no, what's the point of the party? But I would invite you to slowly try on this new mindset of, hey, let's just see. Let's just like as an experiment, let's try eating before the party for like a month and going to the party and letting the party be about the people. Like that's really what it's about, right? Like let's go there and be present with who we want to be present with, which is, it's hard because we've been programmed to think that, no, the party is about like the amazing Susie cake cupcakes that they're going to have or fill in the blank. Right. What? I know. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. Had to say, go on, go on. And it doesn't mean that there's not room for that either. Right. Like there's totally room for it, but when it's like all the time, it's so consuming. So I noticed for me that when I just tried it on as an experiment, okay, for the next month, all the parties or the weekends away, I'm going to have it be about the people. Now, am I going to have to be willing to be just a little bit uncomfortable because I'm used to eating all the food? Yes. But when I really sat down and thought about it, it's like, I'm not enjoying the party as much as I want to be because I'm thinking about like, is this on my plan? Is it not on my plan? How many points is this? Oh no, I overate too much. Like, is she watching me eat? Like there's just none of that. Right. And then I'm like, I'm actually having such a good time. And so for a lot of us who are attached to using food as entertainment or fun or because everybody else is doing it or whatever, it, it is a, it's not an easy shift. And that's why I say like, just try it on as an experiment. You might be 
really surprised at how much better it is in the long run when you focus on the people and and being present. Because when we sit down and ask ourselves what we really want, it usually is that I want to be present. I want to be with my friends and family. I want to be engaged. I want to have fun. Right. And we think food is fun. And it is in that one little moment, but it's not before and after. It really doesn't. It's a false pleasure, right? Like it is pleasurable. It gives us that dopamine hit. In the long run, it's it's a false pleasure because it leaves us with so much drama and then it leaves us with so much extra weight and all that comes with that. So I think like, I mean, it's just one example of the mindset stuff. Also lowering my desire. So like, we're literally like Pavlovian dogs. Like <laughs> we go to the party, right? We see the Susie Cakes, cupcakes, we start salivating. It's like you really can lower your desire for food so that it's easy to use food for fuel and not for entertainment or not as a comfort or not as an escape, right? Like it really is easy to lower your desire. So we can totally go into that. It's a longer discussion, but that's what I teach my clients to do. They like never believe me. They're like, I'm like, one day you're going to walk into the party and there's going to be the crudite and there's going to be the Susie Cakes cupcakes. (laughs) And they're going to, neither of them are going to matter. Like neither of them are going to have a hold on you or a grip on you. You're not going to be constantly, they're just going to be food that's sitting there. Like they're going to be equal. And they're like, I don't believe you. I'm like, all right, fine. You don't have to believe me, but let's just experiment for the next month and see what happens. And so basically when you lower your desire for food and bring it down to a normal natural amount, then you eat a normal natural amount and then you weigh a normal natural amount. Most diets out there just lower the amount of food that they give you, but they don't work on your desire. So it feels like this crazy like fight that you're having with yourself constantly, right? So I help all my clients to lower lower their desire. So it's just the cookie or the the whatever nachos, whatever the thing is, just doesn't have a hold on you anymore. So that's a huge part of it. I mentioned emotions. Emotions is a huge part of it too, because even if you don't think you're an emotional eater, there are emotions that come up when we're changing habits, right? Like, so if you're like, you know what, in the grand scheme of things, cupcakes don't serve me or the three chocolate chip cookies don't serve me in terms of having them every single night at 9 p.m. So you decide, okay, I'm not going to have three chocolate chip cookies at 9, 9.30 p.m. every single day. So the first couple days when you are not having the chocolate chip cookie, there will be discomfort. There will be restlessness. There will be like maybe some angst or some boredom. Boredom. I teach you how to deal with that. Like I teach you that those feelings are, and I'm teaching you guys now too, right? Like they're not a problem. It's okay. Like you are equipped to handle discomfort and to handle a little angst or whatever comes up for you or a little stress or a little anxiety. All that is, is just a vibration in your body. And I can teach you how to process that through instead of eat it, instead of escape it, right? Like our feelings are really not a problem to be solved. And so there's a lot of work on that, which I think is really profound. Like and then, of course, it's like super transferable to all other areas of our lives, right? Because we all want to like over scroll on our phones or we want to over Amazon or over, I mean, I don't know, fill in the blank, right? I didn't even know that was a thing to over Amazon as a verb. I like it. <laughs> I, yeah. I've tried to coin that myself. <laughs> I think 
invented. There's over Amazoning happening. There's over Huluing happening. Mm-hmm. There's over Netflix happening. There's lots of overing happening. So if we can develop the skill of being able to feel our emotions and process them through, then we don't have to use all these false pleasures. And like, we can really get what we want out of life, right? Instead of wasting our time. And I'm not saying like Netflix or Hulu or Amazon or cookies are are bad in and of themselves. It's just when we're overusing them and not getting the results that we really want, that we have to like, look at that and um, learn how to process our emotions. Right. So, so yeah. And I mean, like for me, it's like, I had to be willing to maybe not have as much fun, fun, at a party because I wasn't having the cupcakes. And then of course it ended up being more fun because I, like I was talking about before, because then I'm more engaged or more present. Yeah. So So, Lily's, Lily's asking this good question. She's saying replace discomfort with another activity, i.e. read or clean. Okay. So yes and no is my answer to this, right? Like, so I do want you guys to develop the skill of being with that discomfort and noticing it's not a problem and sort of like watching. Oh, wow. I'm saying no to the cookie. I kind of teach my clients, like if you have kids to talk to yourself, like you would talk to your three-year-old or your five-year-old, like, I know you want a cookie. I get it. Cookies taste really good. We're not having a cookie right now. It doesn't serve us. It's okay that you feel uncomfortable. It's okay that you are a little restless right now. It's okay that you're disappointed. Let's take a deep breath and then let's move on, right? Like, it's like how I talk when, I, when I'm being the mom, I want to be, let's be honest. That's how I talk to my kids most of the time, not all the time, right? Like you're disappointed. It would take, taste good. And I'm sorry, but the answer is no versus like, oh, why do I want this cookie? What is wrong with me, right? It's changing that talk track inside your head. So that is how it kind of sounds, at least in my brain, to process through the the discomfort of saying no. And then once you process through and, and given it some time and space, yeah, then go clean, then go take a bath, then go do another activity. I don't want you to ignore the feeling though or push it down or try to escape it by then using something else, right? Because then you've just transferred yeah, maybe cleaning is better and giving giving you a better outcome. And I really want you and I really want my clients developing the skill of processing through their emotions versus escaping them, if that makes sense. So it's kind of a yes and no. Yes, let yourself have that moment to like talk, I'm feeling whatever you're feeling. It's uncomfortable. Let's take a few deep breaths. And once you've like moved through it, then go do another activity like read or clean or, or whatever. But don't clean as a way to, I call it buffering, right? When you put something in between yourself and your feelings, like food or cleaning, cleaning can be a buffering activity, right? It can be an escape. It can be an avoidance technique. So make sure you've processed through and then yeah, totally go clean and like let yourself be in practice. Like let yourself practice all this stuff that we're talking about, because I have a piece of paper. Like it reminds me every day that it's a practice really like this whole feeling our feelings, this whole rewiring our brain, this whole allowing ourselves to be in discomfort, losing weight for the last time. It's a practice. Like it's not, this comes from my yoga background and my meditation background, but like, it's not a perfect, (laughs) 
right? It's a practice. So like let yourself experiment, right? You don't have to do it right. So I think that's huge. Yeah. And practice makes perfect or perfectly imperfect. Lily <laughs> was also asking earlier, do you only eat at mealtimes or what's your actual food like? So like every single one of my clients is completely different. I'll tell you about me and like what I do, because I think that's important. I think that like there's, there is a lot of bio-individuality. Like we, there isn't a diet out there that can be a one size fits all because we all have different lifestyles and because we all have different needs physiologically. Right. So there's a couple things I want to say about this. The first thing is notice if your brain's like, it's time to eat. And then you go eat. Like, what about like, checking in with our bodies versus like checking in with the clock. And I'm not saying don't eat with your family, like at dinner time. Right. But I'm just saying, like, use your body as something that cues you versus the clock. Right. And you can really use your body as a guide, obviously, once your hunger hormones are balanced, when your hunger hormones aren't balanced, it's harder to use your body as a guide because like, if you have like, a, if you have the Susie Kate cakes, cupcake, you will spike your blood sugar and your insulin and then you'll crash, right? And then you'll have cravings from that crash and that's hormonal hunger. It's not true physical hunger, but like a day in the life for me and like what I eat is, so I do intermittent fast. Some of my clients do intermittent fast. Some of my clients don't intermittent fast. I personally just love intermittent fasting. So I'll like fast for 12 to 16 hours, depending. And then my coffee is almost like a it's almost like a shake and it's like, I put so much stuff in it. So I, my coffee's got like MCT oil. Sometimes I put collagen in there. Sometimes there's some cream in there. There's some stevia in there. So I have a big cup of coffee and then I'll have lunch. My lunch, it, like yesterday, my lunch was, and I'm super simple. So like, I do not teach meal prep. I do not teach you need to have like, no, you, I mean, you heard me say at the beginning, like, I'm like, what are we going to do with, with, what are we going to do for the next 10 days? Like, because my husband's not here to cook for us. And even when he's not, it's not a problem because I have so many things ready to go that are so simple. Like, so for today, I know for lunch, I'm going to have the same thing I had yesterday, which is just like a bunch of tuna with some avocado on the little seaweed sheets. It tastes like, it tastes like, I mean, I've been like deprived of sushi for like the past two years now that we now that we live in Colorado and we're landlocked. But it makes me feel like I'm eating like this almost sushi situation. So I just do a plop of tuna, a sliver of avocado on a seaweed and I roll it up and I do like 10 of them. And they're like these 10 little mini sushi plops. So that like that's what I'll have for lunch. And then I'll have like something at like four because that's just the way my body is. It always wants something at four. So like today I'll probably have like a handful of pecans. I love pecans. And then tonight I just happen to know we're having fish tacos. So we're having like a giant salad situation, pineapple situation, and then fish tacos. Like I personally, like I said before, don't eat processed sugar and processed flour. So I may offer my kids uh, tortilla. If my husband was here, he would have a tortilla. I'm not going to have the tortilla. That's just me. So, but my plate will be like this giant vegetable and fish situation. And so that's, oh, and then tonight, probably after that I'll do, I may do a tea or I may do a cup of cacao bliss, which is basically like this cacao mushroom thing. That's like really delicious. Or I might have a glass of wine. <laughs> 
So that's what kind of like the day in the life looks like for me, but it's super easy. I also have on my desk. Now you're getting a tour of my desk. I also have the easy button on my desk because it should be easy, right? Like it should be fun and easy. Will there be times that we're uncomfortable? Yes. But for the most part, I want it to be easy as possible. So that's why it's like tuna, plop, pecans, fish tacos, like so easy. So yeah. Thing. Well, Laura, this has been so interesting and like the time flew by. Thank you so much for your wisdom with moms don't have time to lose weight. And with me, it's really, I just do all these things that I'm trying to help myself. No, I'm sort of kidding, but sort of not. Anyway, super helpful. You know, it's such a good reminder that we don't have to be perfect, that we don't have to yeah. be so self punitive, right? And that choosing foods doesn't have to elicit every single emotion in our bodies and it's just a decision and it's just something to get us through the day oh my god I know it's so true like I do like and I know we're wrapping up but I really do love to teach my clients and this is something that I had to learn myself too which is like stop it stop it with the beating ourselves up like we cannot live like that like going down the shame spiral so I always have my clients and I always do this work on myself with any goal that I'm working towards. It's like, you never get to beat yourself up. If you make a mistake or you fall down, you also don't get to let yourself off the hook. You have to look back with love. Like what happened there? Like, and you really have to muster up the compassion because we're so trained to want to beat ourselves up and to like make eating a freaking Reese's egg mean something at about who we are and our worth and our value as our person as a person right so I think that's huge so well thank you it was so fun to connect I just was like a little chatterbox I feel like no I love made you talk more oh my god it's the whole point so if people want to find you how can they find you yeah so you can literally I mean you can just we can just be friends on Instagram if you want to like stalk me a little bit more you can totally do that lauraconley.com and then I have a podcast as well so if that's just called the yummy mummy lose weight for the last time everything is on my website and everything's also on my Instagram profile and the link so you can totally find me there and then yeah if you ever are interested interested in taking this work deeper you can sign up for my wait list on my website and I think I'm opening in May for the next round of the yummy mummy experience which is three months to lose weight for the last time and that's my coaching program my group coaching and course program which is super fun so yeah all right excellent well thank you again Laura and um, thanks Vivi so nice to see you fine tonight and good luck with the meal prep this week yeah (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Moms Don't Have Time to Lose Weight. Don't forget to follow the private support group at Moms Don't Have Time to Lose Weight on Instagram. Thanks.